0: Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. 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 We're back for another week. Uh, This week, we're actually looking at the subject of anger and a little bit of patience, but mainly anger. (laughs) We only want a
1: little patience. Well, that's all we can do, so that's why.
0: Yeah, just being honest. It's true. We finally have Bill back with us. Welcome
2: back.
1: Good to be back. Thank you.
0: After lots of walks and good time away.
1: I did.
3: It was wonderful. It was just wonderful. Thank you.
2: You Great pretty much did the West Coast. I mean, you, yeah, we did. We
3: we drove uh, too far from uh, San Francisco <laughs> to Portland. Well, to uh, Cannon Beach, and there were huge forest fires on Highway Five, so the traffic all moved to One Hundred and One. Oh, and a, Pain. a six-hour trip easily became 10 hours. Oh. Mm, that'll make that was, you angry. That was, <laughs> oh, is this our, there we go. There's that was the testing of my patients. That, that's why we're talking about this.
0: <laughs> Bill came home and said, guys, I need to talk about something. <laughs> uh,
2: that's good. Did you make it to Washington? Or, no, we or just, decided to just stay where yep. we were, joined it. So, Natalie took over Washington yeah, before you last Yeah, yeah.
4: you had yeah. Oregon, and then I'll take Washington. Yeah. You were on the beach as well, right? I was, yeah.
1: And she brought in blackberry jam That's from the blackberries that I made. Picked, um, nice. Homemade
0: like, right. blackberry jam. Oh,
4: yeah.
3: Jam. You made the jam?
4: Correction, my mom made the jam.
3: But you picked the berries. I
4: picked the berries okay. from the tall branches that nobody else could reach.
3: Uh-huh. Did you, uh-huh. did yes, you get would. any nettles? Did that, did that become part of your experience? No. Oh, that's well, you're not very fun. fortunate.
2: Nettles are very not. Very fortunate.
0: Fun. Speaking of being nettled. <laughs> 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 I don't see what I did there.
2: <laughs> uh, smooth.
0: <laughs> so we're talking about anger this week. And Natalie, actually, I really loved you. said you were reading a book that kind of talked about this. I thought it was so interesting.
4: Yeah. 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 Uh, it's by John Mark Comer. Got to give him some credit. Um, and he's just talking about anger and how he describes his anger problem and kind of described me at the same time. And he said that it's not a type of anger that's like outward or screaming and yelling, punching through a wall, you know, Um, it's easily under the radar. Um, And his is kind of a a seething internal anger. Um, It comes out as, quote, constructive criticism, or unkind humor or sarcastic digs to people that you care about. (laughs) It just really made me reflect because that's that's what I do, you know. <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> I know, you never would have known. <laughs> that's
3: so refreshing. Uh, that's great.
4: Yeah, so, yeah, anger isn't necessarily obvious, but it, that's, that's a type of anger, and it um, can easily be responded by triggers just as much as a outward anger. reading mm. yeah. so. these
0: verses, I was like, I don't think, I don't, I'd never consider myself as an angry person. But right when you said that, Nat, I just jab, <laughs> ouch, gosh, so often I feel like I respond from whether being hurt or whether um, my own insecurities of some sort, thinking that someone is being harsh or, I, I respond out of sarcasm. I respond out of maybe a harsh joke, an unkind joke, an unkind word. I realized I did this recently where the moment it came out of my mouth, I regretted it. And it was out of me being hurt, me being questioned, like I questioned um, what they had said and their integrity behind it. And in response to that, I was so unkind. And again, I wasn't angry until you said that that could be a form of anger. Mm-hmm. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I learned as a, young kid, because I had an awful temper as a child. And I learned really quickly that that wasn't socially acceptable. You know, you can't just shout at people, especially, I'm sorry to say, I think as a female, you know, we can't just go shouting at people. So we have to find, you know, Mm -hmm. sneakier ways. And I am the same as Bree and Natalie were saying of, I can find other ways to express my anger or to shut someone down or to respond where it doesn't look like Mm -hmm. i'm shouting Mm -hmm. where someone might not say oh you're an angry person or you're responding out of anger but i definitely find a way to Mm -hmm. to get it out Mm -hmm. there so Mm -hmm. i really appreciated you sharing that natalie because i think a lot of times like bruising we can read these verses and be like i don't struggle with anger well well
4: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it just might look i think we
2: guys have to listen more carefully to, <laughs> to <Yes>. these women <laughs> <It's not> <laughs> <our> <laughs> team here.
3: they may be more mad at us yeah. than we think they are <laughs> we am just sneaky uh, about it <laughs> I, I, Bruce I, as they're sp- speaking I was thinking of something you said just before we started and it is so many times these verses and others they just tell us what it is but they don't help us how do we process it mm-hmm. so how do we process it What what's at the root that causes me to even need to be angry yeah What what is yeah. that thing and and uh part of that as you said bruce and you can speak it now and that is it's driven by some really deeply unresolved hurt often that has affected the way i see me
2: yeah we all we all get hurt we're all wounded in various ways exactly. and we wound others mm-hmm. and this is the the beauty of the gospel of grace is that when, when you begin to absorb who God has made you, then you can begin to admit some things that you might not have admitted before when you were feeling insecure. And Amen. He gives you security to say, Hey, I, I am hurt. Uh, that, that did hurt me. Hmm. And to go further into saying, You know, the gospel has an answer to this over a long period of time sometimes, but it's an answer of, Forgiveness and repentance that Jesus died for to be able to process all this stuff, yeah. all these hurts that then follow if we don't resolve them with anger. Yeah,
0: it makes me think of Proverbs nineteen eleven: of good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. And I was looking into this because my first reading was like, "Wait, so I should just pretend like I wasn't hurt?" <laughs> yeah. Or and that's that's never the way. Um, but that it's talking more about that forgiveness of, of being able to process what's actually happened, the hurt that's actually happening. And that prevents you from, from moving on to anger from the hurt and allows you to heal and step forward as you truly overlook an offense. Not even, not the kind of fake forgiveness we sometimes do, but actually healing and moving forward allows you to not carry that anger with you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anger is a legitimate emotion. Is often, I think Proverbs is saying, we use it for way too many things. <laughs> uh, there are times to be angry, and it's appropriate, and if you need proof, then Jesus will show you, but we're so angry about so many things, and it's uh, one of the things that we were talking about is, anger is a reaction to things not being as they should be. We can all get in line with the fact that things are not as they should be, but the only way to have patience with something that makes you angry is to believe that something could be as it should be and that there is an answer and that that answer isn't punitive, but just like the gospel, that that answer comes from a God who is patient to see his will come about and that any any time that good is going to come about is by bringing grace into someone's life to get them in line with what God has to give them, which is often not in line with my anger. So... We can fundamentally want what's right. And this is saying, sometimes that requires anger. But a lot of times, that requires the patience to see what good we want to see come for a person.
3: Very well said, David. I I really like that a lot, that whole thing. Just that balance that you gave to that understanding. The It it isn't, life isn't right. But how do I respond when it isn't? Mm. For me or forgotten others. And, and my gosh, it's just so strong, that reality. Um, even in that first verse that, Brittany, you had us look at, it says, whoever is slow to anger has great understanding. Just that so many times that pain that causes the hurt, that causes the anger, it's because it, it creates an image of me that I don't like. Mm. I don't mm. like who I've become. And I'm pretty confident you wouldn't like me. So what happens is anger becomes something. I love this phrase because of its reality. And that is, anger thrives on the reaction that it gets. And and so, because why? Because it puts me in control. And that's a dangerous place for any of us to be. I don't want to be in control. God's
2: in control. And, but, and we're really out of control. Exactly. <laughs> but we, are. we think we're in control.
0: Exactly. Yeah, we can kind of get other people into whatever line we want them to be in, whether we want them to be sorry, or we want them to behave, or whatever it is, we can wield our anger to try to control them or the situation. Um, David, as you were talking about how anger is a legitimate emotion, just reading back through some of the verses that we've pulled about anger in Proverbs, and realizing it does say, you know, 1429, whoever is slow to anger um, and... 15:18 but he who is slow to anger 16:32 whoever is slow to anger all these mm-hmm. verses are not saying that you won't get angry in a sometimes a good way but that it's slow but that it's it's measured by lots of understanding of knowing the situation of looking at it through eyes of grace of thinking about it from multiple sides but it's not saying he who doesn't get angry in any of these it's saying he who is slow to anger Um, and I think so often I think that I should never be angry. Mm -hmm. If I'm ever angry, it's gotta be because of a a sinful thing. Um, but there are times that we do have true righteous anger for that things are not right. And as Bill was saying, for others, um, for God and others, not for ourselves.
3: Amen. Just so you women don't feel you're the only one who has that passive anger, I wanna, I wanna join your team.
0: (laughs) No. <laughs> and,
3: and, and, and I want to tell you that that my anger has always been withdrawal.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Always. I, came, I grew up in a family of yellers. My mother was a screamer. And, you know, like any child, I'm not going to be like my mother. <laughs> and I, I'm not a yeller. But boy, my anger is I will withdraw from you. I will hurt you by no longer giving you the attention you need because you hurt me. And, and that that was just an amazing understanding that came to me. As I said earlier, that's why this verse, twenty twenty two, says, Do not say I will pray evil. Wait for the Lord and he will deliver you. Oh. For me, one of my great life lessons was to be able to trust God that he was my vindicator, yeah. that he was the one that I could trust with whatever you, whoever the you was, had done to me. That changed my life. It, it was that powerful an understanding. It's not a denial that like, I'm going to be hurt. It's that I can trust God with the effects of my hurt because he'll vindicate me many, 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 many times over not many years of ministry
1: that has proven to be true. Yeah, We keep connecting back this new covenant reality of our identity back to Proverbs and this incredible truth. Um, because it's necessary and it's freeing. And one of the ways it's freeing is by understanding, making a practice each day of believing your dignity. And when we believe the dignity that we have, we believe we're worth and able to be hurt. Then we will know that God has a provision for that and that his provision is not anger or bitterness or those things, which we can manufacture for ourselves, but that he has a way for redemption in truth. Sometimes. And sometimes we we don't get it. But when we practice understanding our dignity, it's much easier to see through to see other people's dignity and give them some time and understand not from a way of they're less than me, but understand that in this complicated world where everybody is having difficulty believing who they are. That what we want most for people who are offending us or putting us down or not seeing who we are is for them to see who they are first, because we knew what it did for us first. That's right. And that can only happen in this new covenant reality. Yeah. Amen. All
0: right. Well, we will see you guys next week on the True Face Podcast.